Somebody gonna tell me it'll be alright. Somebody gonna tell me it'll be just fine. Uh, don't mind me. I'm just singing. <laughs> well, hello, hello, and hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Movie Bugle Podcast. My name is Justin, and I am so excited that you guys have decided to listen to me talk about movies and TV shows. <laughs> well, as always, please follow me on my Instagram page at the Movie Bugle. I like to post things that I'm interested on there. I like to post any type of news or anything that just grabs my eye. I always post when I have a new episode coming on, when I have special guests going on there. So make sure to follow me and let's talk and you know let's connect and keep the conversations about movies going. <laughs> we are still in Pride Month, so we are still celebrating, you know, representation and how and we're talking about how it matters. And I wanted to take each week and just talk about a different movie or a TV show or something I've just been watching or something that's came out. So far, we've already talked about the TV show Heartstopper, which wasn't on my original agenda, but I love the TV show so much. Then I had, you know, the Kiki Grace. If you're listening, Kiki, shout out to you. Um, but I had Miss Kiki Grace pop up on the movie Bugle and we talked about some of the queer black women um, and how they're being represented on the CW network. And on this particular episode, I wanted to do a series review of one of my favorite TV shows and honestly one of my favorite overall brands since the movie itself, Love Victor. So uh, season three is now officially out on Hulu and Disney Plus and I am so sad to see it go. Um, there's only been three seasons and they did announce earlier this year that season three would be the last season. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about, you know, the main story arcs. We're going to talk about where the show started in the beginning and how the show ended. We're going to talk about some opinions that I have about it. We're going to talk about the overall conversations and the narratives and the storylines that's been driven throughout that show. And we're just going to get into it. We're going to have a little, we're going to have a good time. So if you haven't seen Love, Victor, and you don't want to be spoiled at all, obviously save this in your library. Go watch Love, Victor. Like I said, you go watch it full, all three seasons or either Hulu and Disney Plus, which I'm actually going to talk about that as well, because that's part of the history of this show. And then once you are done, uh, cue this episode up and let's jump in. But if you have seen Love, Victor, or if you just want to have a conversation with me, then grab something to drink and let's talk. <laughs> Well, love Victor's storyline of Victor and his family. They moved uh, from Texas. Forgot the name of the city. I know it's the city is called Creekwood, but I forgot where it is. Um, but they moved there to start a new life because of some things that have happened in the previous. And Victor, we we meet him, and he's he doesn't know what he likes. He doesn't really say it out loud, but you know he's been contacting Simon which I'm going to touch on that in just a second, but he's been contacting Simon and um, wants to really, you know, be a new person, be like his more authentic self. And we don't really see that goal the first season. We see him struggle a lot with his identity and sexuality. Um, he has a girlfriend named Mia, but he's crushing on a guy named Benji. And by the end of the first season, you know, he confesses his love to Benji. They kiss and then the rest is history. So I... I saw okay so backing up a little bit I saw the movie Love Simon now I don't know if you guys are listening but have you guys seen Love Simon I mean if you've seen Love Victor you should have seen Love Simon Love Simon is a movie that came out in theaters a couple of years ago and pretty much the premise of that story was kid in high school you know struggling with his identity and he starts writing these like anonymous letters to someone online 
about you know this crush and stuff like that and you know i believe he has a girlfriend yeah he has a girlfriend but eventually that doesn't really work out because that's not true to himself but it was a really good coming of age story um good love story it was very genuine it was very sweet and it was like a positive outlook on the most of the time not so positive outlook on queer kids coming out whether it's to their friends or to their family or just being in the neighborhood i would say simon had it pretty easily you know to be completely honest he had loving family loving mom and dad he, he had you know supportive friends they were more mad at him for lying than him being you know who he was which i, I mean i guess but you know it is what it is um but you know in the end he gets the guy all stuff like that it's super, it's super cute well they sort of took that story and they expanded it into love victor and victor is is he went to the same creekwood high school and he read about uh the story of simon so he reaches out to simon and he's having this dialogue between simon and say hey you know simon name is my name is victor and i'm just like you i'm trying to figure out myself da, 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 da. and simon responds so in the first season of love love victor we get a lot of interaction between simon and victor and we only see him on one episode because victor he actually leaves the city um without no one knowing and goes up to new york where simon is staying and meets simon's his boyfriend and all their roommates and stuff like that and you know had a good time but it was like the it was like the drive that victor needed to really come into himself so we got that um but you know i i think it was a really cool idea the fact that they they had this story and honestly i can see other stories like if this is the end of victor's storyline i can see them doing another couple of seasons with someone else's storyline you know what i mean and i think that that could be a good approach to keep this going but also you know introduce new characters or whatever the case may be because i don't want to see this show go like it's only been three seasons and i feel like you know they they laid out some storylines in season three that i'm like all right y'all can use another season like it was cool like i buy there was only eight episodes in the last season which i hate when they do that and each episode is around 30 minutes so it's not even like we don't get take us back to the time when you get 22 to 24 episodes in a season and each episode is a solid 40 to 40 40 to 45 minutes plus commercials you know what i mean that's what i miss like i'm re-watching one tree hill on on hbo max and there's nine seasons and i think i'm on season six right now and this was the this the last season with um peyton and lucas so that season was a little bit longer so there's 24 episodes in that season and each episode is a solid 40 plus minutes i'm like give a give a story a lot of these tv shows now you're lucky i mean disney plus be giving us only six episodes so i don't know i don't know i don't know i mean i mean i understand you know you don't want to have you know just dead space but sometimes we need that we need stories to develop like i feel like if this is the last season they should have given us a little bit more like i don't know that's that's one of the few complaints that i have about just the overall show it is not necessarily about the show itself it's just i just want more so it's not necessarily a complaint it's just like I didn't get what I want. <laughs> um, but yeah, so storylines that they established in this last season, I could see it going for another season. But, you know, they wrapped it up 
and you know it is what it is so there's a couple of things i wanted to, to uh, bring up so we have this is a big cast and over the three years the cast has gotten a little bit bigger so it's kind of hard to go through each of the, the characters and talk about their individual storylines so i can like group them together so you have the salazar's family that is adrian the little brother you have armando the dad isabella you have pilar the sister and you have victor right so that's the salazar's family then you have benji which is the love interest of victor you have felix which is their best friend and neighbor you have mia who was the victor's girlfriend in the first season her best friend is named lake and another uh, another kid, uh, Mason Gooding, uh, that's the actor's name. I'm a huge fan of his. His father is Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, he plays Andrew. If you haven't seen the latest Scream movie, you should definitely check it out. He's in that movie. He does a, a, an amazing job. And then in some of the more recent seasons, you've had Raheem show up in the second season. He was also in the third season. You had Lucy who showed up in the second season as well and she was uh, heavily in the third season and then you have nick who was a big part of third season so those are all the different characters and stuff like that but you know it's kind of hard to go through and talk about each of the individual storylines because each of them had their own character arc and we can talk about it for hours right but just wanted to you know hold on on a few few key points so at the end of second season there was a cliffhanger where you know benji walked up to um victor they, they were pretty much fighting back and forth the entire season had disagreements and stuff like that trying to work things out and one of the other and i'll talk about the mom storyline in the second season because that was a big thing too but benji goes and finds victor to try to make things right and see victor like dancing with raheem and uh benji like leaves is like you know what you know i thought like you like still wanted me but you moved on da, 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 and leaves victor turns around and raheem was like you know what i can't even lie i actually do have feelings for you and kisses victor and it says you know what i'm gonna let you figure out your stuff but you know where i stay and the end of second season you see victor going towards someone's house but you don't know whose house he's going towards right and then it ends with victor ringing the doorbell someone opened up the door and he goes hi so before i started season three i went back and rewatched all of season two just so i could have everything fresh in my mind and then i made a prediction whose house he's going to be at and of course i got it right he was at benji's house and he's like you know what benji you know you're my first love da -da 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 -da. you know it's always been you so they go off for a ride and they go back to the original spot which is a, a little park bench at the school and they have a kiss it's like you know i'm you know this is where we're supposed to be i love you and stuff like that on the way home they get to this breathalyzer checkpoint and we find out that benji actually had a few drinks that night so him and victor switch seats they go home and everything is cool until that's eating up benji's conscience and you know they're driving Benji's father's, I guess, Range Rover. And, you know, Benji confesses to his dad, hey, this is what I was doing. And then Benji goes off to um, rehab. So that's where the story takes place going into season three. So I was asking myself, OK, he ended up at Benji's house. You will Victor and Benji be in game? And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it and I've, I've already told you, but I'm going to say it one more time. If you haven't seen it, please pause unless you want to be spoiled or unless you've already seen it. 
Victor and Benji did end up being in game, but I was actually questioning it for a second because they let us go all the way to the last second. But the way they ended the show was so iconic because the movie Love Simon ended with Simon. Um, when oh, I forgot his, I forgot his love interest name. I, I forgot. I think it was it Blue. I think it was Blue. Yeah, it was Blue. So. Simon and Blue ends up on the Ferris wheel and that was like one of the big reveals of the Love Simon movie because Simon has been talking to this mysterious mysterious guy named Blue the entire time and they've been confessing like you know how they feel about each other or just things about each other and Simon doesn't know who Blue is so that was like one of the overall arts but at the very end of the movie you know he shows up and he's like you know is that seat taken and oh it's so good they did the same thing in Love Victor like Benji showed him and he's like is that seat taken it was so cute it was so cute okay 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 but they let us wait until the very last second for that and that's why i'm like okay because but right before then Benji was gonna go off to rehab and Simon, Victor, Victor shows up and he's like you know what you know you said I'm a trigger and your parents says I'm a trigger but I don't think I'm a trigger you know I feel like we belong with each other you know yada 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 and then um Benji's like Simon Victor you're too late and then Victor goes away he goes off to the carnival and then he gets on the Ferris wheel and that's when Benji shows up so they let us go to the very last second because throughout the entire season Victor and Nick ooh let me tell you something like it's so funny okay so victor's parents armando and isabel they leave their original church because it's not inclusive right so they find this other church that says all is welcome and they're just having a conversation like at church one day and these other parents overhears their conversation and they're like we couldn't help but overhear that y'all have a gay son we have a gay son too we should like like link up and i thought that was kind of like cheesy because i'm like mm, like I don't, I mean, I can see it happening realistically, but I was like, you know, what, what two parents at, at church is going to try to hook up their gay sons. But you know, it was, it was, it was there to serve the, the plot of the story. So I understand it. So, you know, these other, these other folks and their son, Nick shows up at the Salazar's house. And at first Victor was like, who is these people over here coming? Why are you trying to hook me up? But then when he sees Nick, he's like, oh, okay. How you doing? I was going to just play it. But, um, he, um, so they go off and they hook up and stuff like that. And they're, there's like passionate. They're hooking up throughout the entire season. But then like Victor is like, you know what? I want something more. Like, I don't want just this, you hitting me up late at night to my, are you up? Or you sending me like, you know, stuff like that. Like I actually want a boyfriend. Like I want someone like to talk to and stuff like that. So at first, you know, Nick was like, no, like, that's not my thing. I thought we were just having fun. But then he actually starts to realize, you know, I actually have feelings for this dude. Uh, he's actually really cool. So he gives it a chance and they become boyfriends. So Nick played a really big part in this in this third season. So the fact that they let Nick and Victor be an item all the way up until the last episode at the almost at the very end of the episode. And then once I guess Victor makes the like you know conclusion that he's still not over benji even though he was you know i mean to be fair he was trying to work things out with benji the entire season but yet benji was just like you know i need to stay away from you but then he got over it he got over it and he he poured himself into nick and then he made this speech about like how his friends and his family has been a support system and his first love and i guess that made nick feel some type of way 
I don't know. I would have been like, you know, you could have mentioned me too, but I understand we just started dating, you know, and I understand. Like, I don't know. I feel like I would have been a little bit more like understanding, but he he realized that Benji wasn't over his ex. So he let him go. But then he turns around and like meets this other dude and like whatever. And I'm just like, that happened a little bit too fast for me. But, and you know, it's, I understand. Like, you know, sometimes when they have to wrap up storylines, certain things get progressed really, really quickly. And you're just like, I could have used a little bit more time. I could have used a little bit more time. It is fine. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But, you know, uh, Victor, he was all over the place all all three seasons. You know, the first season, he he dated Mia. And then the second season, he dated, you know, Benji. And then they fell out. And then he had a little bit of a thing with Raheem. And then the third season, he, he dated Nick. So I wish I had victor's you know love life in high school but that's neither here or there <laughs> but he had the most on sex scenes with with nick so there was a few times like you know there was a whole episode dedicated in the second season with you know victor about to lose his virginity to benji and how like he was scared about it and all that stuff like that but he was not scared in the third season child because him and nick they was doing it underneath the playhouse in the backyard they was doing it in a the car they was doing it you know you can catch me on camera what's it be <laughs> what a little chris i'm gonna get you in the library on the top of the bus when you can't be too loud <laughs> that's what it was given like he was given i'm gonna go over there and we're gonna do it in the broom closet bitch. like anyways <laughs> But um, but no, it was cute though. But you know, I'm I'm glad that you know Victor and Benji ended up in game. I felt like they should have been in game. I felt like you know the relationship between Victor and Raheem was more friends, and I can see that. I can see how like Raheem was a very strong queer person, and even though he was um younger than Victor, he was a good role model to Victor to be more proud about himself. So I like that. I like that. So I'm glad that he ended up with benji but nick oof. anyways me and andrew so let's talk about them for a second so like i said victor was dating mia in the first season and this is when he was still trying to figure himself out and then at the very end of the first season we see victor and benji kissing and mia sees it right and mia is feels heartbroken she feels betrayed and she turns around and andrew was there now the first season andrew was kind of a dick like he's that typical jock but you can tell he has a like a soft spot to him in the second and third season he's more chill he's not the 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 asshole jock that we typically see anymore he's you know he's an ally you know he's still like you know i would say you know jock behaviors but he's an ally to victor he's an ally to the community like there was a whole episode in season two where he's trying to get victor to come back to the basketball team and he's like well what would make you feel comfortable and victor is like well if i dye my hair pink one day because like whatever blah blah, blah. like there was a whole storyline talking about um once victor came out to the school you know he was on the basketball team some people felt uncomfortable with him being there i better say uncomfortable kiki that was for you um but they felt uncomfortable with him being there because he was gay. So Victor left the team 
and you know andrew was trying to get him to come back i was like yo you know you know what would make you feel comfortable he was like well to some people i'm not too i'm not too straight to other people i'm not too gay like so i don't know where i fit in and he made this comment about him like what if i want to come to school one day with pink hair like i should be able to express myself so andrew made this very nice gesture and got everyone on the basketball team to have pink hair and kick the people off who felt uncomfortable with uh victor being there and um so Vic andrew was really nice but andrew always loved mia like he's always loved mia and in the second season mia had a really difficult time with coming to terms with i guess the i want to say the humiliation of her like dating victor you know there was a whole thing when she she left i guess the first season went to summer camp was a like, instructor came back really cut everyone out of her life she said she was never really mad at like victor but she just feels like you know my heart was at at your happiness expense so i'm not mad for you being who you are which i understand that like victor knew um he liked guys the entire time um i know he was still figuring it out but i felt like you should have figured it out like like by yourself and maybe that's that's hard to say but like you should have figured it out without being so committed because you got real committed to mia so shame on you victor for that but in the end um mia and andrew end up together and i actually like them together i feel like you know we see andrew become a little bit codependent on mia and he's like i'll follow you wherever you go and all that stuff like that we see the storyline between mia's dad and you know she goes to meet her mom and stuff like that in this season like i said there's a lot of different storylines and it's, it's too much to, to to cover all of it but you know he he um he loves mia and he's like you know i i would do anything for you stuff like that so i like them being together and i'm glad they ended up being together and they're gonna work it out but at the end of the series you know mia decides to move away with her family well her dad already moved away to the other side of the country with his new wife and they have a new child and mia and a few people actually went no mia and andrew went over there after the child was born got to meet the baby and she was like i miss my family i want to move over here so that was a whole thing and at first she was like i don't think we should do a long distance i don't think it'll work whatever but then she she ended up revealing well you know i felt like it was going to be too hard and you would have got bored and andrew was like no i'm never going to get bored of you so he got hung up you know he got he got whipped as some people say he got pussy whipped but that's neither here or there anyways <laughs> but I want to talk a little bit about Disney putting Love Victor on Disney Plus for the final season, because if we backtrack a little bit, you know, Disney Plus came out, you know, a few years ago and it came out the gate really, really strong with nostalgia. Right. Like, so it put the entire Disney catalog, Pixar catalog, you know, Disney Channel a Marvel catalog as much as it could. Like there were some movies that had obligations other places, but it put a lot of nostalgia thing on there and that was a driving force in the beginning right after that we had you know things coming here and there but disney's disney plus main audience and you know people they cater to was family and children so there wasn't a lot of like risque content or adult content and when i say adult content i mean like you know rated r stuff or things that have like you know sexual stuff in it or a lot of cussing like there was little stuff here and there but you know it was still pg-13 pg and rated g right no r-rated stuff on there right so in more recent years 
they started to change it up. But the caveat to that was because Disney bought Fox, Disney was the majority owner of Hulu. So they sort of like control and own Hulu. So now all of their movies that are risque or um, a little bit more adult friendly, they put on Hulu. All of their adult content TV shows, they put on Hulu. So when Love, Victor was first announced, that was supposed to come to Disney Plus. And that was supposed to be a follow up to Love, Simon, right? So they made the first season a little bit more toned down as far as like the topics and stuff like that. Not as much kissing, no sex scenes, anything like that, because they made it with the intention of going to Disney Plus. Well, apparently Disney Plus was like, you know what? This is a little bit still too risque, I guess, for the content as far as like talking about LGBTQ stuff. So they moved it over to Hulu, but they made that move after the, the show was already shot and edited and, you know, put together. So they made that after everything was already written and shot so they put love victor on hulu for the first season so then they're like all right cool we got a second season since we're on hulu now let's kick it up a notch so the second season they talked a little bit more about like sexual stuff and they dove a little bit deeper into like marital issues like even things between like armando and isabel which is victor's parents they talked a little bit more about that and then they really utilized the fact that they didn't have to maintain a safe space uh, as far as Disney Plus, well, Disney Plus is opening up their borders a little bit more and you could now change your your profile to allow more adult content on there. So across if you're listening overseas, you already know and I've mentioned this before. Disney Plus is shaped is is formatted a little bit different over here in the States. So across the seas, they have an app in there called Star. That's different from the stars that we know, like that has like power and stuff like that on it. This is it's just called Star. And overseas, they don't have Hulu. So they have Star in there. And I think it's password protected if you want to have it password protected. But that's all of their, you know, stuff that we found on Hulu. So all of their ABC content or like the things like Logan or Deadpool, all that stuff belongs in Star. Because we don't have Star over here, we have Hulu. You can find all that on Hulu, right? So Disney, I guess they're trying to just streamline everything and just being in one platform because honestly, it is kind of confusing for the, the average user to find some Disney stuff in Hulu, some Disney stuff in um, Disney Plus. So they're starting to put more stuff on Disney Plus. Now we got the Netflix Marvel shows like Luke Cage and Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Iron Fist and Defenders that made its way over to Disney Plus not too long ago. And that's when they came up with the password protected. If you want this stuff to show in your account, it has to be password protected. So I was like, okay. So when they announced season three on both Hulu and Disney Plus, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, I thought it was gonna be Disney Plus overseas and no, it was Disney Plus over here. And honestly, they they allowed everything so i was i'm just kind of like wondering why did they want to take it out of disney plus the first place like i don't know like i do feel like love victor is still a family-friendly show like there's obviously going to be some episodes that's going to be a little bit more like risque but you know teenagers our age are watching it if they could watch euphoria they could watch love victor like the the two are night and day when it comes to content so i don't understand that piece i'm happy that it is on disney plus but it should have it should have always been on disney plus it should have never gone on to hulu but you know to each his own 
I want to talk a little bit about Vic, the relationship between Victor and his parents. And the first season, you know, we see the marital problems between uh, Armando and Isabel. We find out that Isabel had an affair back in Texas, and that's the reason why they moved. They're trying to work on their marriage and all that stuff like that, blah, 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 blah. But it's not really going too well. Uh, by the end of the first season, they announce that they're separating. They're not really getting a divorce. They're just going to separate, and that's when Victor comes out. Victor's dad is more receptive of him at first, uh, of Victor first. And even though like he's still confused by everything, he doesn't know how he feels about the situation. He's more accept uh, accepting of it as first. Victor's mom, however, gives him the cold shoulder. And she's like, you know, she loves him, but she's not loving to him. And we see that very apparent throughout the majority of the second season and she's struggling with it. And they both go on two separate paths, the mom and the dad. The, the dad is going to P-Flag meetings and he is trying to find a way. They even have a conversation. He's like, you know, I don't understand. I don't get it, but I need to learn how to because that's my son and I love my son. And, you know, so he's doing the necessary steps while they're separated to find the love and acceptance for his son. The mother, you know, she comes from a traditional Catholic church background. And trust me, I come from church background as well. And there are some people in your life who are never going to get it. And I think that for me, like that's something I can totally understand. Like, I don't excuse it, but I can understand that mindset just because it's like, you know, you grew up this way and blah, 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 blah. And it, it's never going to you're never going to change. Like you're never going to you're never going to find um a, a reason to accept it or if you do it's going to be harder for you so you know if i love you that much i'll extend grace if i don't then i'll just you know follow my own path and go my own way because i'm not going to be i'm not going to be stressed out about it right so the majority of the second season was about the mom comes in, coming into terms with her accepting her son and by the end she does so going back to when i was talking about how um benji and victor had a fight and they were pretty much fighting throughout the like second season part of that was because of victor's mom like he knew that he wasn't accepted he knew that you know the mom really didn't like benji like that you know even though she would put on a face sometimes but she really didn't and there was a couple of times where they went head to head they, they went back and forth and that bled into the relationship with victor and benji so Victor's mom goes and talks to Benji at the end of second season and she's trying to convince him to take Victor back and say, please don't blame you being mad on me, like, you know, on Victor is because of me, whatever, da, 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 right? But by the end of the second season, she does um, take Victor back. Like, so not take him back, but she does open up to him. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's gonna be a little bit tougher, but you know, this is where I'm coming from. And I, I do love you. Like I'm still, you know, I still love you as my son. I love you with all my heart. And it's not that it's just, yeah, I'm just, I'm trying. Right. So the third season, she's really stepping up. Like she's, you know, setting Victor up on these days and saying boyfriend and da 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 and switching churches and all that stuff like that. So, you know, it's, I, I like that they tackle that storyline with this because one of the things that I thought about Love, Simon, that it wasn't necessarily a critique or like a criticism. It was more like a, just a, like, it's not always that simple is Simon's parents were very accepting of him, like very, especially like from the dad, like that, 
there's a lot more kids out there with the opposite storyline of like my parents threw me out the house my parents disowned me or my mom likes me my dad doesn't really mess with me like that you know so the fact that i we saw simon's parents even felt guilty like you know if i ever made you feel any type of way and you know simon's dad cried to him and all stuff like that and i was like that's real sweet i wish i would have had that <laughs> but you know in this one we get a more realistic approach to coming out you know, in, in a brown and black family, you know, I have a lot of people that I grew, like I grew up with where, you know, I don't really associate with them, you know, family wise, cause I know they're not going to understand and I don't really care for them to understand, but I, it's, you know, a lot of it is rooted in church. A lot of it is rooted with how they were, how they grew up. Like I have cousins that I remember them talking about me when I was little. Why am I going to go and tell them about me now? One, I don't really care about their opinion. Two, it, you know, it's, I know me telling them is only going to make things worse. That It's not going to be a positive thing. So didn't mean to go off on a tangent, but that's the realistic approach. So I like the fact that they, you know, the mom struggled, you know, the mom, she really struggled to come into terms with the fact that her son was gay. And ultimately she, you know, she opened up to him and she loved him and I, and I love that for them, but I like that they showed that. I like it how it was a progression over a couple of seasons and then it just happened overnight. And I actually kind of like the fact that it was the mom who struggled and the dad who was more loving and accepting at first, because usually we'll see it the other way around. The mom is like, you're my son, no matter what the dad is like, get out of my house. Right. So that's what we usually see between, um, you know, those storylines told in TV or movies versus real life. Now, the connection to the original love Simon in the first two seasons, I love that. I love how it was a continuation of the movie. You can tell it was in the same universe. You know, a lot of movies and properties are building universes now and they have, you know, spinoffs and stuff like that. So and there's all it's a cross there's a cross connection, right? So in the first season, we got a lot of interaction between Simon and Victor via DMing. And then there was even that one episode where you know, Victor goes to New York to try to find Simon and, you know, ends up meeting him in person for the first time, but meets, you know, his boyfriend blue and all this stuff like that, meet all the roommates. So there was a really huge love Simon presence in the first season. In the second season, we got a little bit of dialogue back and forth, but you know, Simon wasn't available as much, but we did, we did get to see his dad in the second season, which is kind of amazing. And then we do see Simon in an episode there on the phone with each other. But in the third season, they just mentioned him once. So the third season was really about Victor's journey and him coming into his own and him really doing his thing without the guidance of Simon. So I really thought that was cool. Now, one thing I do want to touch on, um, which I don't know how I feel about this, but I just wanted to bring it up. And maybe if you have opinions about it, hit me up at my Instagram. Let me know how you feel about it. But straight actors playing gay roles. So I actually saw this quote on Twitter not too long ago. Um, I think it was either today or yesterday talking about Tom Hanks saying when he played his character in Philadelphia back in the 90s, he's he feels like he wouldn't be able to do that now because back in the 90s, there wasn't a lot of gay actors. Right. So and there wasn't a lot of gay stories. So you would find 
a straight actor to play that role and it was necessary and it was groundbreaking like i remember when brokeback mountain came out there was such a groundbreaking movie in the industry that had everyone talking and both heath ledger and um uh, jake gyllenhaal are both straight but they're playing like this very complex gay characters who are in the closet and all stuff like that so it was a huge movie at the time that movie is what 2005 2006 is not that long ago and see how how much we've changed with representation in in entertainment right so he was saying you know i wouldn't be able to play that movie today like it would have to be an authentic person which i feel like is true you know in the in the tv show pose um billy porter plays pray tell and we find out after pose goes off that you know, well, in the in the TV show Pose, Pray Tell has HIV. He actually, in the last season, in the last episode, he ends up passing away from HIV, AIDS. And in real life, Billy Porter admitted that he actually has HIV as well. He's undetectable, which if if you don't know what that means, it means you're um, the the cells. Um, there's little to no detection in your blood. You still have the virus, but you have you caught it at a very early age where you're not um, is not detected in your blood where you can pass it on to the next person. So that's it's not a cure, but it's it's a it's a really big band aid, in my opinion. But anyways. We have Billy Porter said that he himself has HIV and how that comparison of him playing a role who has HIV AIDS who ended up passing away. So I felt like that was so powerful, but we have a lot of straight actors playing gay roles and we don't have a lot of gay actors playing straight roles. And I think that that goes to saying like for Love Victor, the guy who plays Nick is straight. The guy who plays Victor is straight. The guy who plays Benji is straight. I think the guy who plays um, Raheem, I think he may be gay. I'm not sure. I'm a, and I, I don't I don't know if I've heard him say it like on his Instagram or anything like that, but I'm not sure. But three of the main gay characters in the show all straight so i think that there'll be a little bit more of a weight to it like even like thinking about like um heartstopper right the, the the tv show i talked about on netflix i think um charlie i think he's i don't know if he's gay or straight i know there was some stuff that have like you know he could be gay i don't know but um nick i, f I feel like he's straight so it's it's kind of like on one hand i appreciate you know the ally but on the other hand, I wish there was more of opportunities for like actual gay people or people in the community to play these roles. Right. So it just brings a little bit more weight to it, not taking away any of the performance. But there's there are people who who take on so many gay like projects where one would think, like, are you a part of the community? Like, are you this and are you that? And I don't feel I don't think it's fair to them that, you know, we question it. But also, like, I don't know, like, I just feel kind of weird about it. Like, there's a TV show that I watched, 911 Lone Star. And my my favorite couple in the show, obviously, is um, um, uh, I'll say Ronan. Ronan is, is his real name. But TK and oh, Raphael is his real name. But um carlos yeah i think it's tk and carlos yeah so tk and carlos both of them are queer uh, uh ronan who plays tk in real life he's bisexual and uh carlos who is played by the beautiful and the amazing rafael silva um he's gay in real life so i like the fact that they're able to play 
like characters that are like are like them i think it adds more weight to the story and their storylines because it's more authentic right so that's that's all i'm saying so it's like finding these roles where gay people or people in the community can actually play them um because we see a lot more on the other side we see straight actors playing these gay roles and i'm all for allyship i'm all for i'm all for it but i just kind of wish that you know they would be part of the community but anyways those are just some of the points that i want to talk about but my overall opinion about love victor i love his show i it's one of my favorite shows of all time i'm really really sad to see it go um i can see how it could go another season but i think sometimes you want to end a show on a high note and on a good note right so that's the reason why that maybe they're like you know let's end it after three seasons let's keep it going like whatever um i'm even thinking about like stranger things like we were in the middle of the fourth season of stranger things and there's another season coming out and that's gonna be the last one and stranger things season four broke all of the records because it was a highly anticipated right but you can tell like the kids are getting older so they said there's gonna be a time jump in for stranger things five i don't know how much of the time jump but i feel like all the kids now are like between 18 and 21 so they could be like in college they don't have to be in high school anymore you know i know they just started high school but maybe they can jump into college now and bring them up to like their current you know age so maybe that's the reason why but i don't, I don't know but i i love love victor i think it was amazing shout out to everyone a part of the crew shout out to everyone a part of the cast congratulations on an amazing three seasons is very rarely that you'll finish a project as strong as you started it and i feel like love victor did so there you guys have it that is my you know spoiler ish review well it's spoiler <laughs> that's my spoiler review of love victor the series if you had the chance if you haven't had the chance to watch it you can actually watch the all three seasons on hulu and you can also watch them on disney plus and on that note, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Movie Bugle Podcast. I had so much talking with you guys today. Please be sure to check me out on my Instagram page at the Movie Bugle, where I like to post things that I am interested in. I'll post anytime I'm posting a new uh, episode up. And um, you can follow me on there. We can talk. We can hang out. We can chat about movies and TV shows. And until next time, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. <laughs>